In our Future of Cloud survey, Deloitte discovered two approaches to innovation. Those who look at the new technologies and changes swirling around them and wonder what's possible, and those who use cloud to engineer their possible. Generating new revenue, advancing processes, and sparking cultures of innovation. Learn more about what separates these cloud innovators. Download Closing the Cloud Strategy, Technology, and Innovation Gap at Deloitte.com slash US slash cloud survey. We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. It's been a wild show today. Thank you for all the calls and texts. 402-464-5685. We're joined now by Husker Online's Robin Washit. Robin, thanks for joining us. One of the reasons why it's been wild is because we talked about how over the weekend, Zane Flores of Gretna commits to Oklahoma State, an in-state quarterback from Gretna. I'm, I'm curious for Nebraska. They have William Watson for 2023, and this is uh, you know an in-state player. He's told Andy Kendi of KTV that, that Nebraska never talked to him. Is that acceptable if you're not going to take the kid? I'm, I'm curious your thoughts on, on the recruitment of, of Zane Flores, Robin. Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess we'll see in retrospect. Um, you know, I don't, I'm not going to immediately jump to the Joe Burrow comparisons here, but, um, you know, I, I think that they clearly identified their quarterback that they wanted in, in Watson, and they got him, and they probably in the recruiting process told him that he was their guy. And so, um you know, maybe talking to another quarterback, regardless of where he lives, was, was not something they were going to do, um, no matter who it was. So I don't know. I guess I don't know enough of the their plan and, and what was said to to Watson that I'm sure had a factor into it. But you know, if Zane goes on and has a you know great college career and, and beyond, it's certainly not going to look good again for Nebraska um, to completely ignore a, a player of that caliber. But um, you know, again, what we will see just kind of how it ends up with Watson, too. If they ended up getting their guy and Watson has a successful career here, you know, I guess it's not really going to make much of a much of a difference in my mind. So I guess it's, it's too early for me to tell, but certainly um, creates the potential for another bad in-state PR move that, um, you know, hopefully uh, doesn't bite Nebraska in the butt again. Uh, speaking of recruiting plans, now in your world, the Nebraska—you know, your world is Nebraska football, but it's, it's also Nebraska basketball. Recruiting plans. What's the recruiting operation with Fred Hoiberg look like? How how much different is it in these early stages of the we'll call it the post Matt Abdelmasi era? Well, it looks like a normal, uh, right? Yeah, a normal recruiting staff where all three full time assistants are very active. Um, both on the road uh, for evaluations and uh, in terms of getting visitors on campus and um, just kind of having a role of what types of players Nebraska was identifying. You know, before, I guess the other two assistants maybe were able to chip in their thoughts on that, but really it was Matt's show and he was kind of running uh, about 99% of it. So this that's what's the biggest difference now is um, you look at some of the visitors they brought in uh, pretty much every coach um, has had uh, kind of one of their guys already on campus and has been on the road evaluating, you know, players that they have connections with. So that 
that itself is probably the the biggest difference there. The fact that it is truly a full staff effort, and we've already started to see the the results of that, um, you know, within the first few months or so. Antonio Reeves was a guy that was at the spring game, uh, Robin. He was an Illinois State guard. Now he visited Kentucky. Does that mean Nebraska's chances are gone since he visited Kentucky, or where do they stand with Antonio Reeves? Yeah, they seem pretty slim at this point. Um, just seems like the uh, kind of national conclusion right now is that he's going to commit to Kentucky. Um, I know he just did an interview with uh, the Kentucky rival site, and he said that um, you know he wasn't sure if he was going to take another visit or not after this. Um, but I remember before or after his Nebraska visit, you know, he said he was going to make a decision within the next three weeks or so after that. So we're now moving on to, to, to two weeks removed from that visit. So I would imagine the decision would probably come pretty quickly um, you know, within the next week or so. Uh, and, and again, it just seems like kind of the, the writing on the wall there is that he's, he's going to end up at Kentucky. Um, you know, Nebraska's already got another official visitor on campus right now. Um, and Juwan Gary, okay. um, he's a different player. You know, he's a more of a forward than he is a guard. But, you know, Nebraska's clearly kind of continuing uh, to actively recruit for the 22 season. Um, and, you know, maybe they kind of have an idea as well that uh, their chance to really get Antonio Reeves was immediately after that visit. And the fact that he went and scheduled that, that second visit to a school like Kentucky um, probably puts their chances at pretty slim at this point. Seems like all's quiet on the f- – on the Trey McGowan's lat, lat front, lat Mayan front, where, where is that situation, those situations right now as you perceive them? Well, they're still waiting official word, but I'm pretty sure Nebraska has a good idea of where both of those situations stand. Um, I kind of just look at uh, how they've been recruiting. They've had a guard on campus and they've had a forward on campus. Mm. Uh Okay. You know, maybe if you want to read the tea leaves there, they're kind of preparing themselves for the um, scenario where both those guys move on. Like I said before, Lat, Lat's going to go play professionally overseas. I, I guess uh, I think that's pretty much a, an understanding within the program. They just have to you know, officially make an announcement on that. Um, and then with Trey, I, you know, I, I would say it was fifty-fifty for a while, but the longer this thing goes the less likely it seems that he comes back because Nebraska would need to have a decision from him um, to have a plan for how they're going to build their roster going forward. If they're going to have one scholarship or two scholarships available. Uh, and you know, the longer this goes, like I said, Nebraska has got to turn the page at some point. Um, so uh, I guess technically you could say the door is still open, but um, with every day that passes, it looks less and less likely like Trey's going to be back. So you mentioned that Juwan Gary is on, you know, is visiting from Alabama. What, so, in terms of, do you expect to see a lot more transfer portal guys coming into town, Robin? In terms of visits, or how's this going to play out over the next month or so? Yeah, I don't know about a lot more, um, but certainly, uh, I mean, if if they're proceeding as if they have two open scholarships right now, they're they're going to have to be pretty active. So, um, this would be their second um, transfer portal visitor that they've had. And I would imagine there'll be at least a uh, you know a couple more uh, you know if Antonio Reeves does go to Kentucky. Uh, so I guess you know it's, it's one of those deals with the portal is you know yes uh, the, the spring signing period started uh, last week, but you know there's really no 
set timeline with with these transfers. Uh, you know, they can take as long as they want. They can go on into the summer uh, if they need to. So um, this probably be like a gradual process where I don't know if it's going to be like a flurry of guys all coming in at once, but um, you probably see over the next few weeks, um, you know, a handful of more visitors come on campus. Uh, as you know, especially if Nebraska does have two spots to fill, because that that kind of changes the dynamic of their their off season strategy. Robo, I'm curious what what can change right now? Fans' belief per- perspective that next year could be good for Nebraska, because again, it, the Hoiberg era has not been good so far. I mean, what what can happen from now to next season that gives actual optimism that this could turn around and be something that is uh, a, a, a decent to respectable Big Ten team? Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash fuller. Well, I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, that's possible. You, you, well, yeah, we'll, we'll see kind of what, uh, all entails with these changes Fred agreed to with Trev. I mean, you've already started to see stuff with, um, obviously the, the staff, uh, construction and the recruiting strategy and, uh, you know, little things like that. I don't want to say little things, but things like that. Uh, and so the next element to that is, you know, what does that mean for how Nebraska plays on the court? Um, you know, I, I, I guess, I don't know enough about what their, how drastically their their X's and O's plan is going to change, um, but you know clearly they're bringing in a different type of personnel. Um, when you look at some of the guys they've brought in, uh, you know like a, a Sam Griesel, uh, he's he's a different type of point guard than than what they've had before, and they've you know are, are going after some transfer portal guys that um, you know obviously are coming from a different uh, tree necessarily than the, the normal guys they, they had been going after where, you know, you had kind of basically a pool of players that were, had connections to Matt Abbamasi. Well, now you have players that have connections to three different coaches. So, you know, I think that might change the dynamics of the roster a little bit and we'll see how that changes the product on the court as a result. But, you know, again, I, it's, it's been three years. We'll, we'll, we'll see kind of what, uh, what, changes actually do happen um i i don't know enough about what fred's plan is right now to give tangible reasons why things are going to be better but certainly it seems like they're actively trying to to take on a new approach to to create some some changes for the better uh, but you know again uh, none of that matters until we actually see some uh, tangible evidence on the court joined by robin washington of huskeronline.com robin had an excellent tweet the other night by the, the one about delano banton you wrote this, Delano Banton, by playing two minutes tonight, it was Saturday night, for the Raptors, Delano Banton 
became the first Nebraska basketball player to see action in an NBA playoff game since Mikey Moore with the Celtics and Tyron Lue with the Magic in 09. Benton got in late in the game against Philly in Philly. What do you foresee Banton accomplishing in, in the NBA? Do you think this he's a guy that can stick and make a pretty long career out of it? I mean, if you're getting minutes in the playoff game, that's a pretty good indication that um, you know, you've, you've got a, a role at that level. So, um, you know, he was kind of off and on a lot of this season uh, between their G League team and the, and the, the big club. Uh, but I mean, they love him up there from all, all accounts. Obviously, you know, his Toronto connections yeah. make him a fan favorite. Um, you know, the, the Raptors social media team really features him a lot for a guy that you know, is kind of going back and forth mm-hmm. um, between the teams. So uh, I think that obviously his potential was never a question. Uh, I mean, the six foot eight, uh, you know, ability to play the point the way that, that he can uh, makes him an extremely valuable asset, especially at the NBA level. And I think the difference is his shot has finally started to come along to where he's become at least a capable three point shooter um, compared to what he was at Nebraska. So as long as that continues to develop, uh, he's, his ceiling is extremely high, and he's going to continue to have a role, especially in a franchise that uh, loves him and the fans love him. And so that, that creates a great opportunity for him to you know, have a sustained role um, at that level, uh, especially as his game continues to develop uh, as he goes along. Robin, always good stuff. Thank you for the time. We will chat with you again next week. Sounds good. Yeah, see you later. Good, good stuff. Husker Online's Robin Washit. How about that? <clears throat> Banton. First Nebraska basketball player to see action in a playoff game since Mikey Moore and Tyron Lue in 09. That's sad. It's just sad. Not sad for Delano Benton. No, sad for the Nebraska basketball program. 09. 13 years. (laughs) (laughs) What shouldn't be surprised they had nobody drafted for like 20 years. Yeah. Which is also awful (laughs) in its own right. But what are you going to do? The past is the past. We're living in the future, baby. Yeah, we're going to have a, a, a player's going to get drafted this year. Bryce McGowan. Bryce McGowan's will get drafted. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Be- that sounds that, – that was interesting listening to Rob. So, Lat Mayan's gone, sounds like. And it sounds like that's that's it's trending that way for Trey McGowan's, which I – a little surprising to me. Why? Because, I, because well, Rob said it was 50-50 at one point. Um, He's a – He's he's a great defender. Mm-hmm. Would have a very good chance to start this year. Very good chance. Not for sure. But you don't know what they're bringing in. But I think he would have had a great chance to start. His brother's gone. Yes, that hurts. Sure. I don't. I, I don't. I don't expect Trey back. But I could be wrong. Do you want to play the game show? Let's do it. Four six to. four five six eight five. Call the date down. Sip and trivia. You could not win yesterday with Yoshi helping out with the lifeline. Didn't help you out. He tried. You lost though. Today you're by yourself again. And uh, I'm curious how you do with this. NBA divisions. What te- What uh, oh, What division are these teams in? I'm terrible. Well, let's see how you do. I can't even name the There's division. There's six total divisions in the NBA. Six. Okay. Three per conference. Don't say any out loud. Okay. Don't tease any of them. This shouldn't be that hard. NBA divisions. What division do these teams play in? Four, six, four. 
5685. Shut up, Sipple. Starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, Sipple! No, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play. 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. I'm going to give you a hint off the bat. There's the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference. There's no Eastern or Western division, so don't say that. Yeah, should, be a little could, more specific. Shouldn't it just be Eastern? Or I mean, don't people just know this is e- e- it's an just, East? That's, that's why. I'm, Hold on, mm-mm. don't people just know this is they're either an Eastern team or a team from the West? I don't care what people know it as. I'm asking what divisions these teams are in. This know. is not difficult. It's really difficult. It's not. There's six options. There's six divisions in the NBA. Four zero two four six four five six eight five. Don't be scared. This is not difficult. I'm not gonna try to trick you today. Do you know your divisions in the NBA? You think of Western Eastern Conference, you do, but it's more than that. The AFC is is more than the you know AFC. It's the East, West, North. The NBA, South. when you look at the standings, when I look at the stand, I'm, I'm just being honest with you. When I look at the standings, I just look at the playoff standings. Well. East. That's fine. Who's the one seed? Who's the two seed in the East? Who's the three seed in the East? Who's the four seed in the East? Yep. That's what most people do. I, and that's I, probably guys, why a lot of people aren't calling. Guys, don't be scared. Give it a shot. This is not difficult. 402-464-5685. I promise you this is not that bad. If I can do it, you can do it. I, you know what I'm really bad about? I'm really bad about the NFL and the NBA divisions. I always have to look them up. We had a call that just dropped there. Okay, we got... I'll give you 30 seconds here, or else I'm going to bring Gus in to play the game show today. It is not hard. This is not difficult. I know you want NFL, you want college football. I can't do that every single day. I got to switch it up once in a while. NBA divisions. What teams, or what division are these teams in? 402-464-5685. Don't be scared. It's not hard. Now we got calls on. Now that now they're jacked, there are people who are like, well, I'll finally I'll call in now. What are you doing over there? I'm getting texts from people. What are they what are they saying? Oh, mostly about Zane Flores. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh we're getting the call in up from Gus. He's putting it on the on the board. Okay, we got Derek. Derek, thank you for saving us. Uh you ready to play the game show today? All right, let's do it. Derek, all right, here we go. What division are the Miami Heat in? Uh, the South, South, uh, Southeast. Whoa, wow. See, this isn't that difficult. Whoa, I the thought, Southeast division is correct. I thought that would be the Atlantic. It could be the Atlantic, but it wasn't. The Southeast division. 1-0 lead for Derek. Sip, here's your first question. Seems trouble. Well, that seems like trouble. What division, Sip, are the Memphis Grizzlies in? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What's, that? What's that pouting for over there? Well, I'm going to say Southwest. Southwest. Whoa. It doesn't make that? much sense, does it, though? They're in the Southwest. Yeah, it makes a little sense. The the West is on the other side of the country. They're in Tennessee. That's that's the East. 
Doesn't make any sense. I guess that one's kind of tricky. But you're right. It is Southwest. the Southwest. Yes. All right, Derek. That was a guess, by the way. For the lead, your last question. Derek, what division are the Phoenix Suns in? Oh, come on. That'd be the Pacific. See, this isn't difficult. Yeah, those are two easy ones. You gave him two well, easy I, ones. I said it wasn't hard. You tried to trick me, and you gave him I two easy ones. I tried to tell you guys this, this was not difficult. All right, sit for the tie. Your last question. What division are the Minnesota Timberwolves in? The playoff. I was hoping you'd ask me that one. This is central. They are in the Northwest Division. The Northwest of the Western Conference. So, Derek, thank you for calling. We'll get you bagels. Thanks for calling in and calling down the road. Thanks, guys. Yes, thank you. Derek saved us today. People, I don't know why you're scared of NBA divisions. That was not hard. That's pretty hard. The other ones I did not mention. I did not uh, mention the... The Central, which is Milwaukee, Chicago, Cleveland, Indiana, and Detroit. I did not mention the Atlantic, which is Boston, Philly, Toronto, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. and New York. I'm I'm seventy three and eighty two is the record now for shut up simple. Nine games under. The I'm not having the I'm not exactly having a late season surge. This is disappointing. You were, you were well above 500 mm. at one point. At one point. Yeah, I, I think you were trying to challenge for 500 at one point, and then you just you kept losing games you should have won. Nine games under. What else do you got over there? Tiebreaker. Okay. The Houston Rockets had the most losses this year in the NBA. How many losses did they have in the 82-game season? 56. 62. Mm, not a bad guess. 62 losses for the Houston Rockets, and there it goes again. All right, so thank you to Derek and uh, all the listeners today for chiming in. Derek wins bagels, so you guys don't win bagels. You can win bagels every day, though, if you call in. Take yeah, down sip. Derek. That was good. That was good. I like that. That was good. I've already made tomorrow's game show, and I think you'll like it. Seriously? Mm-hmm. You've already made it? Think about what tomorrow is, and it's a wild card Wednesday at that. What is tom- What is tomorrow? Four two zero, four twenty tomorrow. Is that right? Little uh, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> okay. Oh, you now you it's shouldn't not, tell it's me. It's not Snoop Dogg trivia, but yeah. just think of Snoop Dogg. Okay. Okay. Four twenty for tomorrow's trivia. Long Beach trivia. Mm, I don't know what it is, but it's made. I will bring in Jay and DP for the spillover next on early break on the ticket.